0: You are tuned in to the Nutso Bunch podcast. What are you doing? Sup here? Go on, stop. You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? It kills your brain
1: cells, son. It kills your brain cells. Now, I said, if you want to kill yourself, don't fuck around with it. Go on and do it expeditiously. Go and you smoke crack, don't you? You pop pills, don't you? If you don't want to live, jump off the roof if you don't want to Cause I refuse to let you be a dead, be moving backwards Just had a student murdered with no money for the casket So jump off the roof, Sams Jump off the roof, man Keep doing what you're doing That's exactly where you gonna land Cause death is waiting So it's an inmate number Your brother's been locked up For the last three summers The streets is telling you lies Let me tell you the truth Since they showed you them blocks I'ma show you the roof. The analogy of a wolf sucking the ice covered knife that thinks he's quenching his thirst, but he's slowly taking his life. You used to your blood tasting. By the time you awaken, death is around the corner. So jump, so jump But I believe in you. I see the king in you, so I ain't leaving you. You playing with your life. Let's
2: get it, man. We are here. We are live. We are in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise. How y'all feel, fellas? So what's going on?
3: Feeling great, feeling I'm good. good. I'm great. Feeling great. real good, good. Yeah. yeah, we missed it. Got one. Our, we got our first interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you hyped about it, man. I'm you excited for
2: this one. Yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, man. We're going to do our usual. So we're going to run down. Um, unfortunately, one of the members isn't here today. Fred is out. So. Uh, Sos, that means you gotta set it off today, man Set
3: it off yeah, That's right, I got some energy today So let us know uh, who's in the building Sam So, ladies Sam and gentlemen Yes, sir <laughs> <laughs> Let's go make all them noises Light it up, like Simon says, the game Let's go, yes Light it up Fred always got too much energy I can't come behind him He be making all them barking noises I'm straight So today, Fred <laughs> I hold down the juice for you, baby Let's go Sos got it Yes
2: all right. And to my left, I got my boy.
0: You already know, man. I ain't got no Instagram. Instagram is bro. <laughs> hey, you you know
2: that's, in the right.
0: that's right. <laughs> Microphone coming apart. Oh, man, you broke it? Nah, the thing is.
3: Yeah, it's a little got it, We got a fixer? Yeah, we got to fix a fixer. There we go. No, i continue. I got it. All right, all right cool, cool.
2: And I am, fair to God. <laughs> and together we are... The Nuts Punch Punch Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, and we got a, a special guest in the building today, yes. guys. We got a special guest. Uh, Mr. Vernon Thompson is in the building. Everybody, give it up, man. Let's give it up for my boys. Yes,
4: yes, yes.
2: What's up, man? How you feeling?
1: Yo, it's it's great to be back, you know, with my man Fear the God. Okay. Who I met Move and Fear together. So yeah. I consider them legendary status in terms of hip-hop and very monumental group and and a lot of things they accomplished yep. have not been surpassed at this moment. Wow. So, I mean, and, and in my era, you know, being a part of the group Catch-22, yep. they inspired us. It wasn't, it wasn't competitive. Um, it was more competitive in a business sense where Word. we can look and be inspired and say, look, they're stepping up. They're taking it this way. We have to step up our move, too. But it was a lot of learning and I spent, you know, we would talk for hours, just facts hip hop business and what we should do, how we should maneuver. So um Mook and Fear was always an inspiration. Never withheld, you know, any information mm. and were always dropping jewels. So um my respect is heavy. Appreciate and, it. And you know, and then and the best thing was we connected before things really blew. Facts. And, and Big facts. so I, I really <laughs> got to see the momentum and Um, And I don't want to take over too much, but I want to say... No, 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 go ahead. For artists artists that are listening, if you're in Connecticut and you're trying to do this, you got to tap into Fear to God. Why? I mean, they they got records with Nipsey Hussle. Mm. They did it in a major way. Mm. They shook up the radio, but they shook up the streets. They applied major pressure to the streets, and they forced the radio to play these records. So yep. they have a blueprint, and I listen to a lot of the, the conversations on Clubhouse. Yep, yep. And I say, man, the young artists need to tap into fear to God. Dope. They need to tap into into the Oscar blacks, yeah. you know, the mm. opium yeah. blacks, yeah. the paper boys, um, because there they, they were mon- monumental things um, done. You saw the rap van City to City. Wow. These these are things we don't Bringing see. It back. I feel yeah. astounded. <laughs> yeah, yeah but old buddy. <laughs> You know, for the new artists, you you want to tap into that level of in- intensity. Things have changed, Word. but they applied the pressure. That I know. I hear artists wondering, why isn't the radio supporting me, and how do I get that support? Mm-hmm. Mook and Fear got the blueprint. They shook up the streets. They shook up city city to city. They moved twenty thousand. Uh, mixtapes hand-in-hand. And, hand. and and before I, just my last statement, our mentality <laughs> no, 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 was yeah, well, you head. can't That'll get rock. a Honey Bun, you can't yeah. get a Dutch, yeah. you can't get an Arizona without seeing these mixtapes, yeah, without seeing these posters. And, and You couldn't go, you went to your local store, you saw Mook and Fear, right. different mm-hmm. grind, and you got to salute, but young artists, you got to tap in, yeah. tap into the fear mm-hmm. to God, inbox fear to God, you need to sit down with them. Why? because he did a lot of things that you're trying to do with less resources, with yeah, no internet. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, no internet. definitely. Right. Last definitely. thing, that piff came late in our run. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it yeah. came late. It did. we, we didn't have that advantage. Word. So Everything you know, was
2: hand-to-hand, man. Yeah.
1: Everything was hand-to-hand. So was a different time. If you're a young artist, tap in. This is a humble brother with a wealth of knowledge, and he helped our movement. Thank, yeah. you. So, thank you. You know. But it's yeah, it's, no, no, it's not about me, man. No, I, it's no. about you, man.
2: You're here yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we <laughs> building. We, right. we wanna really put a highlight to what you've been doing, but I yeah. do want to thank you, man. Yeah. You know, you know, we, you, you, I you know, know how it go, man. Thank you. It's man. vice versa. And like you said, you know, a lot of times when we we came up in like what what they would call like the um uh what is it, string bean circuit, or what is it called? Like when you are just the, coming up, like the chitlin' circuit. Chitlin circuit, yeah, man. Like, like there was like there was like Uh, Me and Mook, we used to go on a show and we said, We don't care if there's one or 1,000 people in the building tonight. We're going to go hard like there is 1,000 people in there. You know what I mean? There would be shows where there's only like 50, 75 people in the building. And it's. Ten from our crew, ten from yours, ten yeah. from, you know what I mean? Five, yeah. ten people that was recorded. <laughs> right. But you you just have to do what you have to do in that True. moment, man. Right. And, and you know, like you said, man, I think we both really inspired each other. There was a yeah. lot of times where we heard a song that they had out, and we're like, yo, that shit is hot. Yo, we want to make something that's harder than that. Like, Damn. it wasn't because we was going against them. It was because they were setting the tone at one point, and then we want to jump over what they doing, or paper boys would do something and we'd be like, yo, we want to do this. A song better than theirs, yeah. or, or uh, Far City was doing something. and yeah. We want to make the a shout song that's bigger Farsity. than theirs. Yeah. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It yeah. was just more like there wasn't a, a standard, so we we're all setting it at that time. Yeah. Man. So it yeah. was just dope that we still able to link up and talk and build yeah. like we do as it yeah. is anyway. That's good. That's, that's good. Yeah. good. A but, lot of that man. don't
3: happen in hip hop. A lot of that, you know, camaraderie don't happen in hip hop no more. So that's good that back in the day y'all bonded, yes. y'all grew, and as as adults now y'all still in contact. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. All the time. That's important. Yeah, hundred percent.
2: But we're here to talk about you, man. Yeah, you got this yeah. project, Oof, man, that yeah. is absolutely crazy. I appreciate it, yo. absolutely I appreciate crazy. It. And it's yes called it the Joe Clark Tape. Yo. For those that don't know, make sure you it's on every single streaming uh outlet that you could pull it up on. Vernon Thompson, the Joe Clark Tape. Uh, we kind of just want to get into some questions, man, kind of yeah. dig into like what yeah. inspired the project and uh, you know what, you know, your background is and and your come up and and how you got to where you are right now, man.
1: Yeah, so, you know, um, as I was, you know, we were all trying to really get in the game. Yep. I still still tapped into education and I was teaching and hustling the music. And I've always taught in the worst of circumstances, in the worst neighborhoods, at the worst schools, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of what's going on in those surrounding neighborhoods. Yep. I started in an alternative school, and then from there I went to the toughest high schools mm. in, the, in the state. I was at Bassett High School in Bridgeport, yep. then Harding High School, and then I was at Hartford Public, yeah. mm-hmm. which is in a, so I've been in the toughest, toughest scenarios. And in education, not only do you educate students, but you're dealing with all of the challenges that they face in the home For and sure. in the neighborhood. Yep. So, like, just, just last night a student who I taught was murdered. Wow. Um, so sorry to hear so that. These, these are just realities mm. that, that I was dealing with, that I was seeing, and I realized that the, the best way to deliver this message was to tap into it in the music. I did it organically because, yeah. you know, I mean, you know how it is, Fair Music is still in us. It still comes to us. And I started writing these records that, that really dealt with actual things mm-hmm. that, that I had seen um, in the school system. Um, and that's from Bridgeport to Hartford and then back to Bridgeport. But I saw what students were facing. I saw the murder rates going up. Yeah. Um, I saw the pregnancy. I saw all of the challenges. And I, I, I understood that me being hip-hop, one, um, allows me to connect on a different level. For sure. Because hip-hop is still the prevalent culture within the school. And um, I felt it was really important for me to express who I am and for them to see that he's not just a principal, not just a teacher, but he is actually a human, a human and, and really embarked in our culture. Uh, you know how they, we still keep up. I'm very current yeah. with who's hot now, yep. and that goes down to the local rappers. When they can hear that I could talk about who's hot in Bridgeport that's rapping in high school, it's a different conversation. So now when I speak to their issues – Especially in the format of music, they understand not only is he human, but he understands the humanity of our struggle. So that, that's the main focus. And we're hip-hop first. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted a deal before I wanted to be an educator. Facts. So the thing is, I'm hip-hop first, uh-huh. and yep. educator is second. I didn't even go to college for it. Wow. It's, it's where God kind of landed me, yep. and things ran their course. But I'm a hip-hop artist First, mm. so life has always been the inspiration of the music, and this was the greatest inspiration in terms of the message. So the messages are all all true stories. Wow! You no, know, wow. it's all it's all true stories, um, and, and repainted in the artistic format. Wow! Wow!
2: Amazing, yeah.
0: man! Yeah. Amazing. I, I was excited to hear we're <laughs> gonna do the interview with you. Right for about about two <laughs> months now. Yeah, we're talking yeah, that's about that's it. it, and I was like, damn, Joe Clark. takes a lot of people don't know about Joe Clark especially yeah. today's era.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Ju- just to tailgate off of that, yeah. my, my depth of understanding of Joe Clark is beyond the movie. Mm-hmm. Correct. He has a book um, called Laying Down the Law. And through the book, he lays down um, what he did to turn the worst situation. I call it the Joe Clark tape because he attacked the worst social economic situation in the worst school, in the worst state. Wow. And, and in his book, he talks about the formula. The formula to actually um, attack and solve these these scenarios, um, and one of the important factors of creating the tape is all of the teachers in urban schools are not from the urban districts. They come, yeah. they come from suburban areas. One of my main objectives, and my one of, is, as much as I wanted to speak to students, I wanted educators to understand what this student is going through before they step through these doors. Sure. I wanted them to see the full picture. And and as as much as that, they're a very valuable audience to me, because if you can understand that he's carrying a gun, because if he doesn't have it, somebody else does. Right. Yeah. Um, you understand the dynamics of, of why this female feels the way she does, what the home dynamics are. You are more fit to educate because you understand the social factors that are impacting the students that you're here to educate. Mm-hmm. So that was one one of the main responsibilities I took from this project was to communicate to to that audience of educators that this is what you're dealing with, and you have to deal with this first before you say open up a book. Mm-hmm. Wow, no, wow. it's true. It's true. I mean, I um,
0: <clears throat> I think we got something in common too because I, I work at a detention facility now. Yeah, Bridgeport. okay. So I see, you know, the kids that come in, you know, they got no hope.
1: You know, you know, know I mean? my bro Marcus Cox. Oh yeah, shout Definitely out to that. Marcus. Yeah, yeah, Cox. yeah, yeah, Mr. Cox. Nah, yeah, I mean, man, he don't
0: get no
2: love on this. Yeah.
1: Oh, we
0: know <laughs> why. <laughs> I went to Willby. Yeah, they beat us. They took a ring from us. He still talks about that too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he still talks he about it. Yeah, but you know, you see like some of the challenges. Um, you know, when the kids come in, you know, whatever the charges or whatnot, you know, and you know, you t- the typical cliche product of their environment, yeah. you know, and. Sometimes we have people that are not well equipped to, to deal with this. So then when you came out, the Joe Clark tape, yes. I said to myself, damn, Joe Clark. Nobody, I, I I think Joe Clark is an American icon. I yeah. think he gets overlooked a lot. Yeah. I think it's not until, like anything in life, somebody dies famous, then yeah. people start talking about him. And I thought it was important and, and interesting that you brought it up now because I think yeah. the world needs Joe Clark again. Word. Especially yeah. in today's era, mm. it's, it's much needed. So I just want to say sure. respect to you on that. I think it was – The album was phenomenal. Thank you. It's almost like you took important scenes and moments and made songs out of it. I was like, damn, I remember the rooftop scene. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie to you I probably listened to the spirit of Joe Clark, the first track, twelve times yesterday at the gym. Because just the beat (laughs) got me amped up. And I was just I had a bad day anyways, but it just pumped me up. Um and to know that a lot of people, you know, the story of Joe Clark, you know, he he sat high in the eighties, obviously, and then he ran a detention facility in Essex County, I think it was. Yes. And he did a lot of good things. And, you know, like I said, he was portrayed you know, good and bad. I think there's always going to be good and bad with yes. his style. But I want to say that. But also, too, a couple questions I got. Yes. Um, what inspired you to do it mostly? And the second question, really, like three. Has there been any positive influence on the youth? And has it been negative?
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got anything negative. But like I said, mm-hmm. the first, I'll go to the inspiration. The, the major inspiration is just the number of, of murders Mm-hmm. Um, that happen. Mm-hmm. And you know from being in a detention yep. facility because where you're located, where? I have students that filter in and out of that. So yeah. I get notified when they go in. Where? And you know, you know, just working in Bridgeport, mm-hmm. you're seeing kids that come in and out of there, end up dead or end up um, murdering someone. And that, to me, that's one of the biggest reasons why I needed to go this direction um, because music um, is just more impactful than the speech. And sometimes, you know, the talking gets repetitive. Mm -hmm. Um, They get tired of hearing the same story. So sometimes I Mm -hmm. I, I felt like they needed to marinate on a different format of the message. And I've gotten positive positive feedback Mm -hmm. um, from students. Um, But this is just, this is a piece of the work for me. And I think hip hop, um, allows me to use my voice and extend that voice Word. to carry out because there's just students who I can't keep a relationship with just because of time and space Word. where you miss that. And mm-hmm. this is an opportunity to continually connect. And students saw the roof, and they came up to me and said, look, I, I felt that, mm-hmm. and and I, I believe and I agree with that. So, I mean, sometimes when I'm at the, in the space where – I'm trying to talk truth and trying to save your life in a conversation you know in your scenario. Sometimes that's not really grabbed. It may be grabbed later. Um, But I needed a way to echo the important messages um, that need to be heard. And also, um, I tried to really touch on scenarios that young men may be facing, especially with the absence of fathers, and to understand how this is impacting so sometimes that conversation is not recorded where I have mm-hmm. good good and positive conversation with students. But if they can go back to this record, um, I have a record where I talk about the cycle mm-hmm. um, of the missing father and how that's impacted and led the son to walk that
3: same revolving door. That right? revolving door. We do our homework. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And revolving door itself yeah. is an actual story from one of the high schools, I won't say, right, because no, it's course. specific, but it's a, st- a student who really di- didn't want to kill someone, but they, they people were, were, were saying, like, will you really mm-hmm. put in work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are you willing to really put in work, though? Right. And he put the work in, and the minute he put the work in, that was it. Mm-hmm. And one killing leads to another. And Bridgeport right now, I mean, it's every everything. Si- and you see, yeah. you know, Waterbury, which was um, known – Back then, for more of the hand game, yep, yeah, yep. it's, yep. it's becoming. I mean, it is. It's a revolving door too, mm-hmm. with our with our young young men. So I wanted them to understand. You know, look, it's a revolving door. And then towards the end of the project, I want I wanted to start talking about what the answers are because when you, one thing that that I want to express, just seeing someone die mm. yesterday. Um, for young people out there, even older men who come out of prison, when you want to change and you change internally, yep. you have to also be willing to change your environment. Right. And sometimes that may, that may mean, it definitely a lot of times mean you have to leave that city, that state that kind of puts you in that space. Lord, you have to Lord. be willing to take that challenge because the street stuff doesn't stop, especially when you hurt people. You can't depend on the fact that they've healed because you've healed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to move away. You need to get a new start. You can't be so addicted to that block in that corner store. Yeah, man. You, you, have, you have to be willing to go to a new place right. um, and start over. Um, and a lot of people are falling victim because, yeah, they changed, but but there's other people who haven't yet. Right. Um, So it, it's that state, it's that space that you work in yep. that really inspired the tape. You know, the most.
0: No, we see it, man. Like, like I said, the kids, a lot of times, um, you know, it's hard because, again, they're there for a month, two months. Yeah. You know, it, it all depends on charges. And I always say it all depends on what kind of day the judge is having. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're going to get the book thrown at them today or what's going on. And I think a lot of times the roof, the roof scene, I mean, the roof song was important too, because like Instinct, you just said, we Instinct, yeah, we just watched. Sure you it. Y'all Check that out on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. The
2: video is out Thank for the you. roof right now. Cause I'm Make sure, sure every,
0: every day you're probably like trying to talk a kid off a ledge. Yeah. And that happens. I mean, I had a situation last night, you know, of course I can't mention names, but, uh, I had like newer staff around me Yeah, and I came in, I said, if you don't mind, I'm going to talk to the kid. Yeah, And it was a different situation. The kid is, you know, has a lot of different other issues going on. And I know what his outside, you know, outside life, outside the center was like, and it mm-hmm. was just kind of like, let me talk real to him. You know, I'm not going to yeah. give you the, the speech, as they say. I'm going to talk real. The kid yeah. was calm. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. I hope that he can take that with him. You know what I mean? And then kind of move forward, but it might not. And that's a struggle. And that's why I said I respect that you yeah. did brought Joe Clark to life, so yeah. to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because a lot of people. Don't like I said. Don't know Joe Clark like that. Yeah. You know yeah. what his? You know he had a theory to things, and I always say I think everybody had a Joe Clark in their family. Yeah, yeah. I had a yeah. <laughs> grandfather was Joe Clark. Yeah, like, man. Don't blame anybody else but yourself. You what? Know what I mean that yeah, type of thing. My my uncle. Oh yeah, my of course. Peace. Yeah. And no, I no, think that sure. that's important. So I was, I've been spreading the Joe Clark message for like Thank a couple weeks man. now at the center. Dope. Even with kids, I'm like, yo, when you getting out, yo, listen to that Joe Clark too. Who was that? Listen, just listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Staff too, they're looking at me like Joe Clark, and his young staff too, like I'm 40, so. You know they're like, who's Joe Clark? I'm like, dog, you know what? I mean? Lean on me, Morgan Freeman. But more than that, and they're starting to spread. this said, so just listen to it. it's positive. Right. It's hip hop, but it's positive. Yeah. Word. Word. So Word. kudos to you, man. Thank you. Uh, and one
1: one parallel that I wanted to add, mm-hmm. um, with the roof that I, I got to, as I wrote the song, I looked even deeper into what he was really at the time when I was young and I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at the depth of the scene. As much as I did when I looked to write to write that record, mm-hmm. and the thing is about Sam's is he was willing to do what was going to kill him, but he wasn't sh- willing to really die. Yeah. he wasn't really willing to jump. Yeah, and that's one of the messages that I want young guys to look at. They're willing to risk it all. They're yep. willing to murder somebody. Yeah, they but they don't. Re- well, you know from yeah. being in, they don't really want to die. No, yeah, man. they're afraid. They're not really. A, a fearless warrior in that aspect, and you shouldn't be. Word, because life is valuable, and there's no point for being a guy who's willing to risk his life, especially if you have children and you got a mother who cares. Word. You 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 shouldn't be that that fearless. So, it, oh, I'm sorry, not the country, no, no. yep. but I'm
2: just saying. So, when you get a situation like that, and obviously, I know we can't get into specifics, but is that a situation where you kind of just sit back and you're like? All right, this is somebody that maybe I, I want to take under my wing and, and do what I can to see if I can adjust their the road that they're on. The, and and yeah. how would you go about doing something like so that?
1: So the biggest challenge as you know, it's a choice. Yeah. And and my my mindset has been, um, some there's a quote from uh Chris M Did and shout out to him. He does a lot of of hip hop work and this, this quote helped me. Um it helped my approach, mm-hmm. especially when I went to Harford Public High School, which was um, it was the environment that was closest to a lean on me. Word. Basic was challenge, and then mm-hmm. Harford Public was a different level. Yeah, and he had a quote that said, um, "You can't make everybody woke, but you can make sleep uncomfortable." Mm-hmm. So my mm-hmm. mind frame like was right. my mind frame was I got to make sleep uncomfortable. Yeah, so I'm gonna give you the truth. You may not run with it. You may not want more, but you'll grab onto it at some point. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing that I always tell uh, young guys and females is everybody wakes up. The question is, how deep was the hole that they dug? Mm-hmm. Is it enough to get out of? And sometimes it's so deep that they quit. But the thought crosses the mind, can I turn this around? Yep. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, how deep of a hole do you dig? And that's that's one thing that I always state. And you, to educators, to people in the community, you can't stop dropping the truth. You have to do it relentlessly, even though it's ignored sometimes. Mm. And, and it's an ignored a lot of times. Yep. There's a lot of, there's, there's some kids who will not listen at the time. But what inspired me is I have a couple who I had in night school who did. And I didn't believe they would, but I wrote them.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I wrote them to the end. And they're fathers. They're living independently. They're doing what they have to do. But these are kids who I didn't think were going to do it, yeah. <laughs> it's always obvious. But I wrote yeah. them. I wrote them to the end. Yeah. So it just showed me you just have to be relentless in speaking the truth. And and to do this, you got to have faith Fact. that something's going to turn. Um, but, I mean, it's a tough reality. Everybody doesn't grab a hold to it at, at that moment right. in time. But you have to deliver the message.
0: Mm. I mean, is it is it hard for you to not be attached?
1: Um, I'll be honest, man. It it, you see so much, um,
4: it's a scary place. You see,
1: like I I see a student, a student die yesterday. Um, a student died last year. I saw a student from Hartford Public in the paper with a gun charge. You you see.
2: That you had direct contact you, with you, on a you daily You see day. a lot
1: of that stuff, mm-hmm. and um, you have to keep moving forward. Um, it 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 hurts, um, but you, you then have to get back to the drawing board and just rethink how to continue um, pushing pushing the right message. And then you have to grab a hold of the positives because sometimes mm-hmm. the the students who are focused get ignored too. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 a a. a population we have to put energy into also yeah
3: um i got a quick question because since you do deal with so many young adolescents from you know the time that you know they predominantly say you lose a child 13 14 15 16 17 when they start trying to come into their own testing the streets especially young men teenagers you know not in puberty they feel more macho things things start to um Percolate in the neighborhood, and, and things start to get rough, and
2: they start to be aware of what's going on. Yeah, in the the so 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 so
3: what they were looking at, they weren't allowed to do. Now they're trying to do. So now the fitting in and all that gets gets a little difficult with them too. So how 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 challenging is it? Do you see the friend aspect of it? Because you know, when you got a kid that comes in from a middle school, he's a freshman. Sometimes he knows the older crowd. Sometimes he doesn't. Is there a lot of peer pressure? Do you see? Being imposed on some of the younger students because of you know trying well, to fit in or like you said put in that work or you know they got a cousin that was in the school and you know certain things like that.
1: One one reality um, is the percentage of those who want to do good outweighs the percentage of those caught up in the streets. Mm. It's, a, it's a small percentage, mm-hmm. um, but how the system deals with them is creating is creating a larger. Uh, impact so if you look at percentage wise um who's tied up in the streets and who's trying yep Mm -hmm. um the big challenge we have and this is something that joe clark said he just said this this part of the system may be unfixable if we don't do something new it's a small small percentage the same way and his solution was i'm bringing you guys into the auditorium and you could go home yep because you won't ruin this for the majority. The big thing for education is, well, what do we do for the small percentage? Yeah,
2: because y'all still, and and y'all, I'm saying, in in the school system is still that no one left behind type of um, mentality. So, you know, I guess my piggybacking off for him is like, what's the next step then to ensure that, your your larger group of kids are still focused, but you have you know like you said something that unfortunately happened where a student is is killed. How do you not let that affect the bigger group of kids that are sp- focused on getting to that next level and going to college or going to to a trade or at least finishing high school to get their degree diploma and, and take the next steps in their life?
1: So just say this, and, and I know you know yeah. the the group that's tied up in the streets is not an unidentified. Population. Okay. Um. Police officers. Everyone knows who, those who kids these are. who these kids are. Mm-hmm. The question is, do we continue to do what what isn't working? Mm. Um. And that's send them in the juvenile mm-hmm. and send them back to the high school. Yeah, the system. Do we keep? Do we keep? And then Connecticut has they've tried to make the juvenile system less like prison, which they should, mm-hmm. but. I, I've seen some of these kids go to, to residential yeah. and get credits and then get thrown back to the streets and not return to high school. Wow. So I think we have to look at, all right, it's a small population. Yep, yep. Do we actually really want to fix that? Mm-hmm. And you have to, the, the big question we have to ask, do, do our law enforcement agencies really, really want to change this? Mm-hmm. Because one thing, you look at Camden, New Jersey. Yep. That's... They were what Chicago is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. with changes in police force, changes in mentality, mm-hmm. you see a change and a shift in the violence. Yeah. So the big question we have to ask, there there are good, there's some officers that are good. Their heart is in the right place. But systematically, do you want to make these cities better? Word. Do we want to make Waterbury better? Yep. Do we wanna make Hartford better? Do we really wanna make Bridgeport? better because there's cities that they've been able to do it. Yeah. Norwalk doesn't look like Norwalk of the 90s. Yeah, Stanford doesn't look like Stanford of the 90s.
3: Stanford look mm-hmm. completely all. different. No, no, yeah, at all. is. Yeah. They're putting yeah. too much money into there. Yeah,
1: Bridgeport, yeah. I don't see going that direction. New Haven, I they're mean. It's, it's up in the, the air. They, it's they're, up they're, in the air with them, yeah. yeah. It, it's really up in the air. So, I mean, when you have students at that, they, really, they pretty much have to be reeducated and the major thing is sometimes they need to leave that city. Word. I agree. And they need to try something new. They need Word. to start something new. Cuz the beef never stops. Yeah, man. You can't once you hurt someone, that pain it's forever. is forever. It's forever. Word. You know? Word.
0: That's what's happening now too, like in the in the center that there's the the gangs. Yeah. Like now it's like, "All right, we can't put these time with these 8 cuz they got beef with this person. He shot at that one." So it's a juggling act. but know what I mean?
1: Now, as an educator, I got to see how that started. I had those kids in the room yep. when I did um, I did night school. It all cooked because the system didn't provide justice. Right. Mm. And the evidence was there. Mm. So I saw street kids believe, like, maybe there'll be some justice. And when they didn't see justice, I had such a transparent relationship that and this was at the tail end of what we were doing. Sure. So pockets, they knew you, you used to rap. Yep, yep. So I would, I would, they would be transparent, too like, transparent. But yeah. they would be too <laughs> transparent where they saying, "Yeah, Mister Thompson, we got this gun, we got that gun, and if it goes this way, this is gonna happen." Wow. And man. and that's the kind of stuff I would hear. Wow. And I, you know, I was fifty fifty on how real it was, yeah, but yeah. I found that it was it was very real but i saw things explode when they didn't get justice through the system wow so
3: wow. yeah
2: crazy crazy go ahead i
3: i just also feel like like you said about the system and how the reform has to be you know total everybody you universal. know from from yeah universal from the school system to the police system you know everything has to go hand in hand because i don't i don't i don't I don't see nobody coming out of prison in the United States trying to do something well. They took away the law library, they're taking away the, the educational things. They need to provide people that go to jail, that have felonies. I'm a two time convicted felon. It's a steep hill to try to get yeah, a yeah, good job. Right, yeah, you understand all what I'm right. saying? So there has to be a reform put in place. There has to be some there has to be something that the jail provides besides just three meals. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In Germany. The turnaround rate for people that go to jail is, percentage is very low because you can't get out till you learn a trade, become an electrician, a plumber, something. So they make you reform your life. You have to be able to be productive in in the society. You know what I mean? It's just not, okay, you did your time, you get out. Because at the end of the day, most people that go to jail Mm -hmm. come out a better criminal. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, that's where the yeah. issue is a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? They're so, going so. in
2: there and they're meeting up with other people that are doing along the lines of the same things that they were doing, and they yeah. start talking and figuring out ways to. But like not I'm saying, get caught the next time in the around. position
3: in the position that he's in, dealing with the adolescents sure. and Bill as well, I feel from the outside looking in, that's where it really starts. Yeah, these two are extremely mm. like, impactful. Like, right? like, not only that, but that's where the the, the change needs to begin. Mm. He's doing a great job. He's doing a great job because they're from the inner city. They know what's going on. They've been through a lot of these struggles. They've had family members deal with certain aspects so they can relate to these kids. But those suburban teachers can't. So there has to be something there for those juveniles to get in there, come out. They got to have a a few few hours of credits to their class. They have to do something productive. Their brain has to escape those walls Mm. because if you're closed in, you can't expand. You're not thinking. And you have no options. When you're thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, you are 13, 14, 15, you do not know what's going on. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you're you right. don't. You don't. You don't. You sure. don't know. If I fail, do I have another chance? Is there something that I could do later on in life that I could still become productive? Yeah. But what they've done to get them there is what they're going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing provided for them and allowing them to grow to be more productive individuals in the community as they become older, and, not and, just you know.
2: And and what goes along with that is um, when someone you know that young gets in trouble you know their consequences are so minimal that they think it's okay to be able to do what they were doing before
4: right. yeah, they are like yeah. oh
2: man i'm just going to get a slap on the wrist yeah that's really their mentality, mentality. Yeah. like yeah. like they they still car out here mm-hmm. go crashing into somebody somebody get hurt or something and they go up and they come right back 3 weeks later doing the same thing they was doing before yep. yes like
4: legit.
1: Legit, and that, and that and the problem is when you're young, you're trying to figure out how the world works. Yeah, and when you get this twisted view, you continually try to work. And I see it in my position from parents. Word, not all of them, but you have some that come in and is trying to talk talk you in circles. Yep, yeah, and talk their way out of things, um, consequences and real things that have to happen. Mm-hmm. So the right life lesson is learned. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a major, major issue because we're teaching them that the world works in this way, and then as soon as it's real serious and they're of a certain age, it's it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. don't have another shot. Ain't that
3: that second yeah. chance is done. That's why right now. That's why right now the youth with everything that's going on, yep. and it's great that you know his project. I listened to it countless times from all different songs, from the roof to the roving door to the um to the one where you you, you spoke about. You know, one brother shoots one brother. Now we lost two brothers. One's yeah. in jail. And then, you know, it continued right. in progress. And now yep. we got two. Now we got four. Yep. It, it 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 all ties in. You know my, I mean?
2: One of my favorites, Young Girl. Yeah. Five. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Two, Five. It, it, it all ties in. And the message that I feel, like he said, I'm hip-hop and then I'm an educator. Word. So I could connect with these kids because they listen to music. That yep. is highly influential. So I feel that if also some of these rappers who these kids do look up to, you know, not saying that what they rapping about is, you know, bad because it's just art. It's just them expressing themselves. It's not 100%. just literally right. saying what they say in that music. Go go ahead and do it. Yep. But the message that they're delivering, sometimes some in- individuals take it the wrong way. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right now we got this big, crazy drill music. Everybody wants to drill. We all know what it's about. We yes. all know what it stands behind. Do we listen to it sometimes? Yeah, it's on the radio. It's everywhere, so it's not like we're not
4: and like we're taking it in. Yeah. yeah, like we don't know pause.
3: what's going on. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, pause. <laughs> but all he spit was reality, truth, circumstances mm-hmm. that that are that are that are really going on, yep. and that you can learn from. Yeah. I'm not learning from no rapper talking about popping bottles and shit like no, that. The kids know. need some something, something positive. So Yo, talk about me that's like that good.
2: again, so. Listen, man.
4: You know, <laughs> you, listen. You know what I've
0: said on this on this podcast. If it's yeah. after 2005, I ain't listening to it. man. <laughs> True, nah, man. I don't, yeah, except for Joe yeah. Clark tape and maybe a couple other little things. But nah,
2: nah. Yeah, man. I get it. Yeah, man. but j- just so it. y'all know, man, that's that's who he's been from day zero. Like Appreciate from it, first man. day that I met him, man. Like. Everything has been real. There's been stories. There's been concepts. There's been um, genuine, organic things that have happened that you can hear in the music that is just stuff that he lived and went through. So it it just makes it that much more um, real for you to listen to it and feel it, man. It it moves you. It's motivating music, man. And I kind of want to get into um, some other things, you know, because we're, we're, mostly focusing on, you know, your profession. Yep. And uh, I definitely want to talk a little bit more about the tape and, and about just you in general, man. So, like, yeah. what was what was your upbringing like? Like, what was your, you know, what was future at, you know, yeah. 0 to 15? What was yeah. your, your so growing up coming just, up like?
1: Just the background, my father was a pastor. Okay. Um, he still is, but he pastored on the east end of Bridgeport, which is one of the worst sides of town. Wow. And he community-organized community organized At the time in the 90s, the East End is where they dumped all the trash in the city. So there was a big mountain. And if you look up Mount Trashmore, my father organized. He had church members go to the dump and pray Sunday after Sunday, Sunday after Sunday. A momentum built up to it culminated to 15,000 marching. And Stevie Wonder come in the march. And Jesse Jackson come in the march. So my father... um, fought for this side of town um, for a long time and, and Bridgeport's worse. We moved from North Carolina, and funny story, yep. until he like established himself in the community, hmm. they stole his car during service out of the parking lot. Wow. That's out how Bridgeport, service. during service, yeah. wow. that's wow. that's what Bridgeport was. Yeah, yeah. But as, once he implanted himself in the community, yep. I mean, I saw him do great things for everybody from getting people refrigerators, to things of that nature. I mean, mm-hmm. he really worked the community Dope. and really made sure resources uh came into the community. He worked the mayor. He pushed uh for the things to happen in the city. So that that's kind of where where a lot comes for for me. Fine. And he made us he made us pretty much grow up on that side of the town. Yep. Um so, so pe- us
2: meaning like you and I'm assuming me, I you got brother and sisters? I have or? two brothers. Okay. One of my
1: brothers is much younger than yep. us. Yep and he grew up in Philly when they moved but my other brother is 3 years apart we Dope. would we would go straight to the east end that's where you know we played basketball yep. did everything yeah it was one of the worst sides of town okay um in in the city of Bridgeport
2: and uh, so you did play ball right in yeah. in high school What's i played school? at saint joes okay, okay. um Dope.
1: we had wars with so my senior year we had wars with Rest in peace, Ronell Blizzard. Blizz. Yeah, Ronnie Blizzard. So Blizz. he, went,
0: he heart. Heart. I I there. Yep, yep. we, so you were we, there with Blizzard, one. Yeah, 97 right? when they yep. won it yep. all.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, We battled with them and then Edmund Saunders and Holy Cross. Of course. Um, We lost the state championship my senior year. We won it my junior year. Wow. And then I went to Quinnipiac. Um, yep, yep. I no. went to Quinnipiac as a walk-on. I had other opportunities. I had D2 opportunities. Um, but I was driven to try to go D1. Yeah. So I try to help younger athletes in regards to that in terms of choosing yep. a school because I took it the hard way. Yeah. I earned a scholarship. Um, but So I you mean,
2: walked on and then eventually earned I a I walked on and I was the first Division
1: one, and it was just a, a back story. That's dope. It was a, we had a stacked team. I mean, we had a ridiculous team mm. that couldn't get along, that didn't have the right attitude. So my attitude got me a shot. I mean – at that level, you're neck and neck with everybody. Yeah, it's really yeah. it's really hard to edge people out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just intangibles that yep. get you there. Got to bring something and, different. Yeah, my first shot, um, we were playing a game. These guys weren't getting along. They were getting beat, and he pulled everybody off the bench. I was the last one he grabbed, but I never came out. Mm-hmm. I had a 16-point game. And then the next game, I was, it was my sophomore year. I was a walk-on. I wasn't really getting time. Yep. So at the team breakfast, I decided, like, man, I don't really like what's on the menu. I'm not playing anyway. I got some uh, zebra cakes in the room. Yep. So I had zebra <laughs> cakes and, and some Hawaiian punch. Yep. And I get to the game, and he's like, you're starting. So, uh, oh, like, man. So, you so, them up. So, so the first the – first, two minutes of the game. Yeah. Like I scored the first basket. I'm running up and down and I get ready so, to, I get ready to ask for a sub. I look at the clock and it's 19 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> in the first half. So a minute went back. So I looked, yo, I was dying. Yeah. I looked, uh, man, so I'm man. dying. I scored. you know, the game's going good yep, yep. and I'm dying. So I look at the <laughs> clock and get ready to ask for the sub, and I see nineteen minutes. I said, "Yo, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I gotta figure this out." And <laughs> so I kept playing, and I, I, I eventually got through the game. Yeah. But that was the game. It was a twenty point game, and oh, that, that got me a scholarship. Dope. Wow. So um, it was. I don't want to say luck because God's involved in Word. everything, but you know, I tell young people though, don't be don't if it's D three. Yep. Yeah. and they and you fit into a system because I, I mean i don't regret my story yeah. i don't regret my story you know what i'm saying but i learned a lot
2: or not having to worry about them student loans after that,
1: that, yeah, that, that that's, that's, story that's, story that's too, the yeah. other thing because yeah. oh, you know right. i was just just for any young athlete listen, listening um i had d2 offers and at the at the end of my senior year a d3 school saw that i hadn't signed anywhere and they were like look who you you got $600? Yep. <laughs> Me being cocky, you know, ah, nah, nah, I got other opportunities. And yeah. I, I didn't understand the full scope. So D3, D1 is an opportunity to change your life. Yeah. D2 can change your life. D3 could change your life. JUCO could change your life. Yes. And, and one other jewel about basketball and any sport. It's, it's the hours that you have in real games. A lot of guys think well, if I walk on at UConn and mm-hmm. I play against the best guys, I'm going to get better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't totally work that way. Hours on on the court in game situations make you a, a better player. Exactly. So, I, I mean, yeah. you, you have to look at it that way. A lot of guys feel if I get out there with this level of competition and it doesn't always ha- happen that way because you don't get the game Repet- uh, repetition. Yep. Um. And My coach in, in high school, Vito Montelli, yeah. uh, one of the winningest high school coaches, he said to us back in high school, he said, these European players that are playing mm-hmm.
4: 40
1: to 50 professional games at 16 to 18, they're going to take over. Because wow. it's too much. Yeah, they're getting right, yeah. too much game situation yeah, experience. They're going to yeah. be better. And now... That's what we see. So you see, you see any, them in the yeah. league. Any young athletes out there, take the opportunity and then make the most. You could be a pro at D three if you're pro material. Facts. Yep, so yeah. you know, Fair. Scotty. Scotty Pippen right. was like that. What? Yeah. Right. Yep. Scotty Pippen was N-A-I-A. like that. Yeah, N-A-A, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. He just put in the work, man. He grew yeah. all that. Yep. That's dope, man. You saying like the European thing, though, like Luca, Greek freak, all them. Yeah, Those are top yeah. players are all from Europe. And, yeah, and yeah. a lot of them over there, man, they yeah.
2: focus more on the fundamentals yeah. before they even allow them to get into those leagues. Right, so, well. like, they're already got their basics down. We got some people, you know, that get into the league, and I don't want to throw nobody under the bus, but yeah. somebody like a Hasim Tabit, who yeah, just was yeah. able to block shots and grab rebounds yep. Yep. and he's seven two. And then you know he's washed out of the league after a few yeah, years because he yeah. can't do nothing. He didn't even do five. Years. Because game, you're gonna the have game her. changed. Though. The it, game changed. It did. Yeah, it did. But that. you know what? Yeah. Man? You At could warp always, speed. You can always take somebody that can block shots and grab rebounds.
3: Yeah, but yeah. but now the game stretch. You don't got. Of course, it's, it's called positionless basketball. Of course, you know what I mean. But I wanted to touch base on what he was saying about scholarships and offers like that. Sure. When I was coming out of high school, I wasn't really you know, I, I missed my senior year a lot. I missed 11 games, but before that, I was third in, in, in the MVL and scoring. I had a lot of I had a lot of colleges come and He was the, right. he was The right. the one thing that that turned them <laughs> down though was my GPA. Yeah, so that's, that's 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 another yeah. thing that young athletes got to do because I thought it was all fun and games, you know, but then my senior year I had to take two math classes. I had to do a lot of different things, I had to keep a certain GPA. So coming out of high school, I only had one D1 offer. That was fairly Dickerson. Yeah, that's in the NEC. Yeah. But yep. I but like I said, once again, I was young. I didn't know what was going on. I thought I had the world. I have all these options. I'm going to colleges to sleep the night over there. The coach is slipping me an envelope with two $300. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get they, that right, they, man. They fired. They gone. They not there. Allegedly. But um, had I had I had a better team, you know, not even not saying that my parents were in a better team, but they were old school. You know what I'm saying? yeah. Work, work, work. And then I got a you know, a baby on the way freshman yeah, year man. in college. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. all that stopped. But if I would have had somebody to push and be like, yo, keep balling, keep balling. It's like he said, the game situation, that counts. You get minutes, you get reps, and, the, and it's good. But it's the time when there's nobody in the gym. Word. That's oh, another word. major yeah. thing. So, that, so. That, that, that gets you to where you got to go. Yeah. Big facts. And we was touching base on that earlier. Yeah. Here we yeah. Logo Lillard. Yeah, Logo yeah. Lillard. Yeah. Prime yeah. example. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, he man. Wasn't recruited. Went to a small school. Well, Weber State, right? Weber, yep, yep. Was Weber State, yep. Yeah. Did his thing. He wasn't even big. He wasn't a big dude, but he could. You know, he was persistent, consistent, worked harder than anybody worked else. Hard. Yeah. Now, now. Sh- we all call him like a cheat code. Him and Steph Curry, the way they can shoot the yeah, ball. Bro, you know what I mean? One,
2: one step over half court, man. Yeah, and let, it fly. It's it's fly. let it fly. Let it fly. So over. who I want to say, like, who was like a, a someone that helped keep you grounded? I know you said like your pops was very inspirational for you growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, um, what was maybe like the the other half of that?
1: Well, from the athletic standpoint, playing mm-hmm. playing for Vito Montelli. He's the, one of the winningest coaches um, in the country. Wow. winning as yeah. coaches in in Connecticut yep. was old school military okay um and he just had us mentally he he, he drilled in us that the girls are going to be the reason that you fall Yep. He drilled that from the beginning. Yep. Nobody yeah. told me. And, and like, <laughs> I learned the so hard way. Tag, work. I had reds, bro. Yeah.
3: Was, yeah. was yeah. like, tag hit, was right. real. Tag got was real, head. but you know the girls still look, baby. And I was playing. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I'm saying, yeah. Sammy. Oh shit, <laughs> Sammy. Sammy. <laughs> Sammy! You hit that three nice.
4: <laughs> Start, oh, starting oh, playing guard. So I was
3: in the building. All right. All, right. All right, go back to your main Point I was feeling good, baby. I was feeling good. You know, i about to put my sneakers on and shit. Go outside. We're gonna play one on one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Dope, dope. Yeah. So
2: basically he was one that really like he was really, inspirational. That, Keep this, you in track. The, the
1: main things that he did add to change. He, he taught us to practices at three um, being dressed at two and on the court at two thirty is on time. Yep. And not just on the court. At two thirty you should be loose. So I, there's just things that I took with me um, to college that really got me um, th- those were major reasons that I was able, um, to get a scholarship in this situation because most people don't survive that. Yeah. Even yeah. if you' solid, man, yeah. the coach that I got a dunk in the first practice at Quinnipiac, yeah. And Coach Joe DeSantis is a great guy. He said, "Man, he couldn't make his high school team, and y'all let him dunk." <laughs> so, he, he would talk so crazy to you, you would be like, I mean, if you weren't mentally tough, yep. you wouldn't survive that. But he made me go through some trenches, yep. To and yep. he gave me a reward. Word. But you have to have a certain mindset and a heart to go through those those trenches that you have to go through. That's you right. know, right.
2: Very dope. Very dope. Yeah. I did want to say real quick, because I know my boy is probably listening, man. You remember actually playing against my boy Greg? Bernard. Yeah,
1: Greg's Greg's my dude, man. Okay. okay. Shout out to Greg Bernard, man. Greg, he's doing. He's he still is he's talented, doing, man. He can ball a he's bit doing. Yeah, he's doing. Is. He's doing. Doing some great stuff, he man. Is, and he is. Uh, yep, we played against each other in high school. Okay. Yep. Dope, yep. Dope. Yep. Yeah, man. I know yep. they had a squad too, man. They had a squad. Yeah. That squad towards my senior year, they were starting to blossom. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. He had Terrell Taylor. Yep. Exactly. Shout out yep. to T time. Central, T-time. right? Yep. He went to yep. Creighton, right? He was yep. nice. He went to Cre- yeah, Creighton. That's I remember that. Yep. He was, nice. he was yeah. in the tournament and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep, yeah. man. Bad yeah. squad. They had a good team, that. yeah. Yeah,
2: man. Dope, dope. Yeah. What up, G, man? I, t- I know I was going to get you in there. You got to be one of the interviews at some point because you're doing a great job, yeah, right. bro. It's, it's For sure.
1: And he supported <clears throat> Catch 22 and Mook and Fear. Yeah, he did. Back, I mean, way back. From the beginning. He's been a true, true supporter, man.
2: So, you know, actually, one of the dudes, um, that was on a lot of our tracks, um, the dude Ben Ryder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. Ben and him actually were like, uh, I think, dorm roommates or something like that at, okay. in, in college. So that's yeah. how they met. And then, you know, that okay. just blossomed the relationship sure. with everybody okay. else. So okay. Small yeah. world, man. Yeah. Yeah. Small yeah. world yeah. man. yeah. Small world, yeah. man. Small yeah. world. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, what else, man? I want to kind of talk about some of the things that's going yeah. on in the world. I yeah, know yeah. usually our people that listen, they're like, man, this is dope. Like, this is such a yeah, different yeah. different aspect from what they used to hearing yeah, us. Yes, right. um, oh, so, yeah. I, I mean, if you got a few more minutes, man, you mind if we get into no, a few I'm topics? Good. Yeah, I'm oh, good. Yeah. All right. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. And don't, fans, uh, people don't listen. Don't worry, man. We are definitely going to be having some of the music within um at the beginning of the joint at the end we ain't gonna play the normal nuts so bunch of joint y'all gonna hear some of these songs that yep. we're talking about so that 100%. y'all ha- got an idea what to go and uh listen Appreciate to it, straight, it. Yeah, man, yeah, no, 100%. For, sure, for sure so let's talk about some of the things that's going on in the world y'all ready yes sir all right man Shoot the first it. thing i got man is why you gotta say that what Who said that? Shoot it. I didn't say that. So so that's actually one of the first things I wanted to talk about. Unfortunately, there was a shooting uh, in Atlanta, man. There was a shooting where there were eight victims, eight gunshot victims, and quite a few of them actually passed away. Uh, There were a, I believe, a massage parlor or a massage studio. Mm -hmm. uh, Multiple different ones where this uh, gunman went in and ended up shooting, taking a few people's lives. And uh just a tragic situation out there in Atlanta that we wa- kind of wanted to get into, man. Uh Bill, I know you did have a little bit more details on to like who how many people were uh, murdered and the different spots as well, correct?
0: Yeah, so it seemed like it was eight, I think eight people got murdered. Okay. I want to say like that it number, was in right? three different uh parlors that this uh shooter, the yep. suspect, he had been to them before. Wow. Um, and I guess uh, it was it wasn't your typical spa. Parlor. We okay. all know what kind of parlor it was because there was a lot of sex trafficking going on in Atlanta too. There was like an anti sex trafficking group. Okay. Um mm-hmm. that they were, they were like, interviewed today about it. Like
2: And this was within the um Asian community as well. These within these the Asian community, yeah. Spy, um spies or massage parlors. Yep. And um, uh he
0: had been there before. Uh, let's see, what was his name? Okay. I mean, it, it was disgusting, man. I mean, that I mean, come on. I mean, this is this is crazy. I mean, because we just we touched upon Jeremy Lin's message a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, how he yeah. went on Don Lemon uh, interviewed him on CNN, and he was saying how, "Yo, know, this is real." You know, he just wanted to bring awareness to it. And It's been going on for a while. Yeah, wow. uh, now this happens, and it's like we were just talking about this before. You know, you came on, um, Atlanta, man. It's having a rough year. Yeah, it's yeah. having a rough year with everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so back to that. So, <clears throat> yeah, with street parlors in the area, he went in, and what did you say? Sunday, he was he made uh, t shirts.
2: Oh no no no! That's the sheriff. We'll talk about that after. Oh yeah, yeah that's next.
0: Nice, but, um, no, talk about that. We can yeah. talk about that now.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that was that was a little, yeah that yeah. Was wild. Basically, the um the sheriff they had a, a press conference after you yeah. know, and the sheriff was talking about what was happening, and then he was kind of talking about the um the shooter and his words, saying like some of the things that he was going through, and then they asked him. They said, "So sheriff, how did the guy seem?" And then the sheriff. You know, won't say verbatim, but something along the lines of, he was having a bad day, and this is what he did. Crazy, like yeah. that's that's legit. Like I can pull up the actual um, people press have conference. Bad days
3: that, all the time, and I don't shit. I have a bad I, day that sometimes. I don't want to go kill nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, it's it's
2: crazy that the the wild situations that people put themselves in, and you know, the the fact of this sheriff um, saying something like that. People went and dug in his background and ended up finding that he was um, promoting T-shirts that he was selling that said uh, "Covid nineteen um, originated in China." bought to you, and he's selling these T-shirts. To the sheriff. Yeah,
3: they've been getting a lot of hate. Anti, you know, the anti Asians been getting a lot of hate. Yeah, Since so, so this whole COVID thing, I don't think it's fair to be honest with you I don't think it's fair for anybody to just single them out. Fact. And say it, it's their fault, they're the reason, just because somebody said it. You know what I mean? A lot of people, a lot of countries are dealing with the same kind of stuff. So, Word. it's not fair to just single out one one ethnicity and blame them, especially you know, we, in the United States, there there's 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 a melting pot of, every, of individuals. You yeah, know, man. yeah, man. So yeah. so you know, just to, to to continue doing that, that's just especially with the all all the you know all the. Racism and shit that's going that's, on right now. Word, word. It, this it, is just, it just don't help. It just don't help. I just word. think that, you know, some, we got to come together and you know, shit. Definitely I mean, agree Leave yeah, all I mean, that hate alone.
2: This is a time that you would expect uh, more than anything. Like, everybody has been stuck in a house for, like, the last year. Legit, like a whole year. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you would expect people, when we do get out of the house, to act accordingly. And enjoy have. And be appreciative of the mm-hmm. fact that we're out of the house. And instead, people is doing this. And we ain't even fully out the house yet. Wait till the
3: summertime comes. You think <laughs> shit is popping right now? It ain't <laughs> popping. That's the problem. No, the little bit of time you got right now, is still mad shootings and murders and, and all this shit going on. That's terrible. Don't put it all in the paper no more.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: You know what I mean. Yeah, that might be part of the problem. So, too, so, 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 you telling me, you know, we supposed to open up, right? Phase yeah. three or something, seventy five percent tomorrow, today, tomorrow, tomorrow you know, I think very soon. My, uh, 19, yeah. Right
0: tomorrow, yeah. Yep.
3: And then, you know, what, what's that going to go to? What 12, 1 o'clock now, or they're they're open till two in the morning now? I don't I don't know what time. It's capacity. Like its capacity.
2: Okay, so they're letting everybody have their normal capacity. Yeah, like I know like the
3: gyms and whatnot. Yeah. No, one,
1: one thing that I've been saying even yep. down the schools, mm-hmm. I don't think we should ever go back to capacity. Wow. Because okay. of what we've learned about how viruses and how they spread. Yeah. I don't think it was ever healthy to have a capacity packed place yeah. Where, yeah, you, I agree. where you're with you next to each other. That close. So I, I just I, I they're, I'm I'm, they're, I'm just disappointed that we even Going that direction, like we haven't yeah. learned that much. And I see from being in school, and you, yeah. the fact that we're not at capacity, this is like the first year I haven't got sick. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So yeah. it's, it's, that's it's, crazy. You know,
0: yeah.
3: Do you yeah. think that the students is, 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 is taking the, you know, that, that the message is coming across to them? Cause I have a teenage daughter, she's in high school. I see how she does her schoolwork. Yeah. She, don't get me wrong, she has all A's. But, you know, the camera's off. the attention isn't really there. Yeah. She finishes her work, but do you think what you know being in the inner city with more students like that, you know, is the message you know being delivered real?
1: Well, this is one thing where education is sup- supposed to go. So students actually get something out of it. Mm. You have to learn to take responsibility for your own learning. Facts. So I think I think this is it's always gonna start off difficult because it's something totally new, but I don't think we we should abandon it. Mm -hmm. Because where teaching is going now is you want to give pieces of what you want to teach, and you want students to be able to take that to the next level, Mm -hmm. to comprehend, to expand on it, to think at higher levels. And this this pushes that. This pushes and shifts the responsibility. What happens if we evolve in that? Mm -hmm. Education Mm -hmm. totally changes to a situation where now you're responsible. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not be in there every day. You're working virtually, but you learn how to. College is more a responsibility yeah. for your own life. Teach right? yourself. Teach, yeah. you, you teach That's yourself.
2: Right. We give you the lessons. This is how you get it. If you got yeah. need help, come hit me up. I I'll help you. I prepping them for that. But yeah. Yeah. You got to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After, no, no. I'm sure. saying,
1: after from about first to fifth grade, from sixth to seventh and on, you should be able to be responsible. Mm-hmm. We do. You do need a lot of um, um, direct instruction to learn how to read and learn phonics, the things in those early years, the basic uh, numeric principles. Mm-hmm. But once you surpass that and you have that, now we can kind of let you take the ball and run with it. So I think at some point we do need to go, go that direction. Well, um, what happens if we evolve and improve at this? Why I mean, go back? Yep, yeah, yeah,
3: this doesn't make sense. Do you feel that we're ever gonna like? Do you feel that they're ever gonna go back?
1: They're talking about it, which is surprising to me. I don't think you know. I don't think we should ever go back to full capacity. Yep. You yep. know, you're talking thousands, thousand kids in mm-hmm. the school. Yeah, man. Two thousand kids in the school. Yeah, man. A, pack, a pack, thirty something room. kids
2: yeah. in one class. Yeah, so, 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 yeah. so maybe, yeah. maybe
3: like you know, have a certain group come in and still be able to use the facility and use the gymnasium and use the pool because yeah. I think a lot of that is being lost in the uh you know the athletic department you know you got kids that play ball mm-hmm. you got mm-hmm. kids that play softball kids that swim girls that swim that are in in in, in the band these are things that that are very important to the yeah. school the, the you know so I feel like they still have to there has to be a a a, a, a medium Right. Yeah, where where you know you got a certain group of kids that'll come in on on Monday for half a day, you know, from that's, eight to that's twelve. What I think too. From yeah, eight I to agree, twelve. I agree with that, And too, then yeah. and then the teachers get a little break. Break the day up yep. instead of a seven o'clock. Make it like a you know a eight hour day, but give the teachers a break and have a certain group come in for two hours. Give it an hour, you know, to sanitize, yeah. you know, clean up the place. Get another group in there for two hours, so the kids still have that social. social. You know, I think I was that's, say, important. The socialism was that's important. That's important yeah, because, I like agree. you said, you've been locked up in the house for over yeah. a year. You're gonna go outside. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go crazy. How many times, you know, people don't? I mean right here. I stutter. I'm a, 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 You know, I I go blank sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but see, I'm going. Don't have it. Look at look at. Yeah, see, going light. i I don't got the Johnny. You know what I yeah. mean? We got the principal. I, I in the just, noticed, you know I, just I
0: don't see no bottle, no
3: got red bull. Yo, I don't see no ginger ale. Nah, I've been chilling. I've been trying to chill. No fish
4: island. I'm chillin'.
3: I'm But that's what I'm saying. No copper. Said <laughs> that in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I to playing me. It's all good no, though. But no. I'm just saying it's yeah. important though, because even today, even today, sometimes I go to text somebody and I erase it like three, four times. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think it's 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 needed. The right. human body, we need to be connected, yeah. we need to interact. So and the other thing that's missing too is that the whole sometimes school is a safe haven
0: for these kids. Yeah, absolutely. So that's so now, you know, this like I always said the social aspect, like, well, we all agreed upon that. Yeah, the social aspect is a part of it. And them going to school, that's their safe haven. That it breakfast like, is important to some of them kids. Them the, lunches some, are important
3: to some of them kids. Yeah,
0: and some of these kids that come to the facility, they do that to come back. Yeah. They don't want to go home. It's not even the Absolutely. food parts, they feel safe. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we gotta look at it from that perspective too. And I yeah, think that whole breaking it up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yo, you come Split to work. it up, give them some options Friday. Yeah. Yeah. 100 percent
3: And I think that is very important. I don't know why they don't have it anymore. Yep. Home ec. Wow. They yeah. don't have that in school no more. Like my daughter goes, so I'm like, that is so basic. How to turn on the stove? How to be yeah. safe with the stove? How to use a sewing machine? How to do certain things? Yeah, you know what I mean. Home ec was big. Yeah, yeah, you man. know what I'm saying. Woodworking.
2: Yeah. I made I made a how, Florida State pillow. That how, how to out. how to fill out a resume? <laughs> you know something? what I'm saying? That's important right there, man. How yeah, to fill out a resume? That is a very
3: I, I think that the <laughs> curriculum as well has to change. You know how to how to we could all go to school to. The young man, he's very educated, very smart. Yep. He said it. He went to school not to be a teacher. That was his path, right? A lot of people go to school and get big ass debts and don't work in the field that they wanted to work in. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have the right direction. We all go to school to be smart, but school don't teach you how to be successful. Well I think
2: I think that times have changed though from like when our parents were coming up compared to what we when we were in school and even what it looks like now. So I think our biggest, the biggest thing for everybody is to think what it's going to look like in 15 years from now, right? So for me, first and foremost, like, and and Ry, I know my boy Rye is probably listening. We got to get you on here to talk this shit because I'm about to say some stuff, but you're the one that needs to be up here talking about it. But one big thing that I think no matter what, like, our parents should have taught us, but it also should roll into school And I don't want to put everything on the school system saying they need to do all this. But, again, it's just start at home and then roll over into the school system. And the biggest thing for me is, like, financial literacy. Yeah, Financial literacy opens up the door for everything that we're talking about. Right? So if we are teaching our kids at home, because if you go upstairs and you ask my 11-year-old, yo, all right, if I give you $50,000, what you going to do? You know what he going to tell you? I'm going to buy investment properties. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, how many do you want? I'm buying three families because I'm going to rent them out. And I'm going to have this one going for this much, this one going for that much. He knows because I preach this to him. Mm-hmm. And I tell him, like, listen, this is what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. You get some money, this is what you put it into. Yeah. Because, you know, I we went and did all kinds of stupid stuff with money Boy, that we yeah. got, man. Yeah. We went, bro, I have a, a $15,000 chain that I don't even wear, brother. It's, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> it's just sitting in a, a safe somewhere. Like, it's just, it's it doesn't get worn at all. Yeah, you
3: know? Like, yeah. what was the. But, what was. But, learned. no, you can't downplay it. I can now. No, no. $15,000. <laughs> yes, of I know. Gold. I can break that down into no, something else. Not I even break it. it down. The value in the current state it's, it's that we are economically, the I value get, of it is game. probably going to go up. Yep, yep. I so understand it, that. But what I'm saying is just point. something that. At, at that time, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, if he finds himself in a position financially that he's hurting, he has a valuable asset. Right. which at Understood. one point in time wasn't a smart purchase. It, 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 yeah. It's
2: a custom chain, so I don't know how I'm going to be able to sell that because not a lot of people is going to want a GS chain.
4: Right? I hear you. <laughs> but, but <laughs> so, yeah, they, they'll, they'll melt it down and do the right thing. They'll melt it down and I'll lose some money <laughs> yeah, off of that. But, but I'm, that's I'm, my point. Yeah, I mean, I'm like doing we, the same thing. We
2: need to put ourselves in in position where our kids know where – this is a smart thing to invest my money in now. Right. This is why I should be saving. Like, you know, my mom, got rest her soul, um, she started us in a path, and she tried to because she didn't get taught that at a young age. But she was like, listen, I'm going to start all y'all with $200 in an account. The first one to get to five hundred, I'm gonna give y'all hundred dollars. First one that gets to a thousand, I'm gonna give y'all two hundred dollars on top of that. So she tried to set incentives for us to start saving our money and realize, like, hey, when I that's get great. this fifty dollars from my um, from my uncle for my report card having B's and A's, yep. I need to put that aside. I don't need to go buy the new Nintendo game that's out. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And yep. I think that's one thing that like will open up the door for. Everything else, if we are focused on making sure our kids know the importance of a credit score, yeah. the importance of you know yeah. not bleeding yourself yeah. Yeah. at oh, that no, age, saving major. your money and putting that to the side, because, man, it, it's going to set up the rest of your future, for yeah. sure. For yeah, sure, for sure, for sure. All Definitely.
3: day. My daughter's trying to uh, apply for jobs right now. I told her she's gonna save her money, <laughs> put it away. And I told her the first thing we're gonna do is when you start making money, we're gonna save it, but we're not gonna get a debit card. Word. I'm Damn. not gonna allow her to get a debit card. Facts. It's mm-hmm. a very bad form of payment. Not that I'm saying that, you know, don't Everybody use it. Everybody uses it, but yeah. But what I'm saying is at her young age, you need at, to know the importance of at, saving it. At 18 years old, she gets a job, she saves her money, she stays home. By the time she leaves and she does what I'm going to tell her, we're going to apply for a credit card. Whatever you buy is going to be on a credit card because mm-hmm. your job, you're going to work enough to pay that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not only are you saving your money, you're spending somebody else's money. You have zero liabilities if something goes wrong, Word. stolen, Word. not arrives, things of that nature. Word, yeah. And when you leave my house, you'll have a 750, 800 credit score. Word. Yeah, yeah. So, so unless, you, unless you got
2: money like um, J Lo and A Rod, <laughs> <laughs> you know or saying? Kanye recently, right? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, right? Exactly. Then it's different. Yeah. But um, I did want to get into at least another topic or something, man. So that—that's one of them, man. There was a story that came out uh, recently about uh, J Lo, A Rod breaking up. I don't know if y'all heard about that.
0: She's been around the block though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Shout out my to Mr. Dale. Yeah, man.
3: <laughs> Drake, what's <no. laughs> up? Oh, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah I know Drake. That's oh, my neighbor. That was my neighbor for years. Yeah, yeah. I know him all. So, you know, Dre was in
2: the Wolfpack, right? Yeah. Drake oh, was yeah. the oh, original yeah. member of the Wolfpack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Crazy, Bro. crazy. Ray. So, yeah, man. Mr. Dale. So, there was some, <laughs> some news that came out about them two breaking up um, and going their separate ways. You know, they they weren't able to, I mean, this, I guess, would be a good situation because they weren't able to purchase... The mm-hmm. Mets. So imagine if yeah. this came out after the yeah. purchase. That would be a little crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh then it came out that they were working on uh their situation, right? Right. And so she had some insider information <laughs> yeah. supposedly about what it's like to yeah. date Miss J Lo. Nah, J L. Nah, not saying that. I'm it's saying awesome, like if was, I did was, was,
3: I? we ain't breaking up. <laughs> I wouldn't have broke up I would have been be the, here right now I would have been one of them motherfuckers that suck up and did whatever she wanted Fix because it. something's going on she can't keep a man yeah. and she fine as hell and got all the money that she can and she don't mess with loser bozos well apparently yeah. so there's some type of agreements that yeah, she makes well, some people sign well allegedly mm-hmm. you guys like that word <laughs> so there That's was good. there was there was there was wind of it that I heard that um you know even rich people they make prenups so throughout their prenup there was a a clause that she was in, installing in the contract or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that there was a twenty two million dollars cheating clause. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wow. wait. wait. Yeah. What? So, so if he got caught
3: cheating on her, he had to pay twenty two million dollars. Wow. And there was other stipulations. Flat feet, though. Like, like just twenty two, and that's it. <laughs> Bro, twenty two million. There was Bruh. a clause in there for I mean, twenty two million. Like, so I mean, so. I mean twenty two flat. And there was other <laughs> things that was that that she was like <laughs> requesting, like things like um private jet. She got. She has like access to his cell phone at any given time. Like Whoa. she could go through his phone, take his phone, go through his phone. Whoa. Um, and certain things like he couldn't like be on the internet or certain things like that. And Whoa. Like Whoa. there were like certain things like vacations yeah. and shit like that that they were saying that you know he couldn't be on by himself and shit but like with this, the guys. Yeah, certain things like that. Wow. But the one that the one thing that I do believe was was pretty true out of that was that was that clause for for that money. Twenty two million. It it's had, like
2: something. If you get caught cheating, then you got to give me twenty. Yeah, because million she dollars.
3: know he he cheated before. Oh, of course. That's A-Rod. how you got the in the boning, first place. He was boning Madonna.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. A yeah. Rod was going yeah. crazy. A yeah. Rod had a nice steroids. run at one Yo, point. Yo, the chicks dig the long ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he did play third base <laughs> You know what I'm yeah, saying Yeah you know He know how you to know. get home He know how to get <laughs> yeah. home and it, It's a
4: short walk Yeah oh, It's only 90 feet straight He, he on the porch you know. It's a short that's walk funny. to the mailbox That's funny He man. know how to get there Wow oh, He know bro. how to get there a yep. was going crazy
3: Shit. But yeah man that's why You know certain things That, that fell apart But they said they are working it out But at the end of the day They don't pay my taxes Or you know my bills yep. So yeah. fuck them so, <laughs> <fuck> so, <him. laughs> so his excuse for cheating Was road rage yeah, man. I mean, the royce kick. Dude. That's what he ah, could blame I it on. on. my
0: mind. That's yeah. what he could blame it on. Right. That's what he can only him. blame. That's the only thing he <laughs> blame it on, man. Yeah.
2: So what did y'all did y'all see? Also, um, Lebron purchasing the sh- um portion of the Red Sox. Did y'all see that? Yeah, you saw that, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's dope. Big move. Man. Big move. That's, yeah. dope. That's, dope. that's dope. That's dope. That's that's amazing to see because you know he's really setting himself up for when basketball's over, mm-hmm. right? And you know I I'm. I, people that follow me know that I'm not the biggest LeBron fan at all. Mm. Like I'm a LeBron hater. I'm a Bulls (laughs) fan. So he he took a couple from us, and I'm not ever going to be happy about that ever again. But, but, you know, the stuff that LeBron does outside of, off the court is absolutely amazing, man. There haven't been many people that not only stand up for people's rights, stand up for what's going on in the communities that he's from, um, puts his money into the school systems, make sure yeah. that kids and all these people, you know, he gives so much back, so much back. And it's dope to see the things that he does. And just amazing that someone who's still currently on a freaking basketball team, Dude. Hall of yeah. Fame solidified career is also venturing out and purchasing sports teams <laughs> or putting in money to purchase sports teams. Cause obviously he didn't buy the whole yeah, he's part owner. Part owner. But part he's, owner. But he's been
0: prepping for a while for do this to, yeah. to set himself up. After he's been prepping for, I would say about ten years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. go anywhere from like Blaze Pizza. I think he's part of that too. Really? I think yeah. he's part of Blaze Pizza. Yeah, he, I'm has, not, he has pizza. I'm, I'm, he has a pizza, pizza stock.
3: He has a stock yep. in um in um one of the ownership. One of the streaming mm-hmm. services, like ownership and some of that as well. Wow. How about the soccer team in uh in London? I, think. I, there I remember was there was like something Manchester about that before. Right. But
0: he's man, been doing. He's been. He's been prepping himself. That, for that a move while. to LA was yeah.
3: calculated as well. One hundred percent. That 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 was a big move. Multiple for him reasons. As well. yeah. 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 That Just that man.
2: that puts him in a different position, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I don't know about y'all. Like, I've never seen anyone doing this while they're still in the middle of their playing career. Have you? No. No. Nope. Anybody mm-hmm. that you can think of, like that, Charles Oakley.
4: Oh. <laughs> I'm a Charles listen, I'm, I'm a diehard Charles Oakley fan man. My game was
0: Patted after Charles Oakley He's Facts. a god I have a poster In my house Anyways No it's a true story I do yeah. I really do I'm a Charles Oakley fan He's we still know. the baddest guy In the NBA he hasn't even played We know we Just know. saying But no he, he's But LeBron you know And give credit to LeBron too Because sure. ever since The um the decision Yep I mean a lot of things Came out of that You know the team The team that he had At the time Some of the members Um but some of the members Are still around Like you know Maverick And whatnot, mm-hmm. But um, he always felt like that wasn't probably the best move on how he did it. Yep. He was a little cocky, but he was yeah. young. Mm-hmm. But I give LeBron a lot of credit because I'll be honest. I was one of those people in 2010 that was like, yo, this is like, fuck LeBron. Like, you know, some bullshit. Yeah, Who Knicks does name. that? Of course. Of course, yeah, I want to, to, to go to the Knicks. But I was more like, I was suddenly, Dang, how the hell are you going to do that? <laughs> but then for him to go back to Cleveland, it just for me personally, I said, all right, you know what? He, 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 he's cool. It made like, him he's a little likable, down. right? Home, that, was a move. that was a major move. It, and I think and Miami humbled him. Because when he got there, it was like, yo, D Way was like, this is my team, but I'm going to show you the ropes, how to win a championship. And LeBron took over. And yeah, Pat Riley. So you can't, that can't go unseen that how that kind of helped him develop
4: for sure into
0: the person he is today. Because outside the court, too, you know, he saw a little bit of life after that. So it should be a blueprint for a lot of uh, NBA players. You don't have to be a superstar, but to invest and be smart, do the right thing with your money. Absolutely. He's a great family man. What? I mean, (laughs) shit. If you could have the two greatest fathers in the world, it would be him and LeVar Ball. Word. Think about him, man. Three. Yeah. Three, Levar man. Ball, Uncle yeah. Phil. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Oh, of course. Of course. of course. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> first <laughs> things first. Rest yeah. in peace, Uncle <laughs> Phil. That's right. I always real about that.
2: Yeah, man. Uncle Phil was the man. Yeah. He but was my pop shit. You couldn't everybody's tell pops. different.
0: But you know what? I think is <laughs> interesting, too, that it's Boston.
2: Yeah.
4: If
0: everybody knows about Boston, that's a pretty racist town. It, it is. is. Yeah. It is. And, I mean, they're, you know, the only I always, I may always make this running joke that the only minorities you ever saw in Boston were the athletes. Yeah, man. And yeah. they praised them for that because they were the athletes. But other than that, I mean, I've been to Red Sox, kind of the Celtics games. I hear some racist <laughs> shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I remember when Jason Kidd beat up his wife, calling him light-skinned, a white beater, and then throwing shit, and his family sitting right there. Allegedly I'm like, no. beat up his wife. True. Yeah, <laughs> so I keep saying that. sir so. But no, um, put LeBron in Boston—that's yeah. that's interesting to me. Yeah, man, interesting.
2: It is. It's it's a weird dynamic, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's 2021. Yeah, everybody been stuck in the house. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go back to that, and we don't really know what that'll look like, man. No. When when everything's back to normal and mm-hmm. LeBron retires,
0: when is he gonna retire?
2: When he said, when his son gets to the league, he wants to be the first father son. That's three more years. That's how he signed up his
0: contract, right? I think that's how he signed it up. That's at least
2: two three years, more right? Years. Two more years. Three more.
3: Three more. Oh, three. Son I thought his son's, a, son's sophomore. a sophomore. Oh, he's got to go yep. to college,
2: so he has to do one year. But maybe by then the rule changes.
3: Well, they're trying to they're trying to change the rules themselves as well. And I know yeah. you heard about that with yeah. Maverick Carter, because Maverick. he doesn't yeah. have a degree or whatnot. Yep. They try to implement the fact in the NCAA that you have to have a degree in order to be an agent. Yes, yes. because yeah, yeah, yeah. Clutch Sports is getting so many. You know, young recruits and yeah. so many people they're hiring. I mean, signing. They see it as uh, unfair. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, but that's sorry. not their. That's, that's just their, just their, not their that's fault. Not that they're, their fault. That
2: the more popular people. That no, I'm
4: not
0: no, saying what no. you're saying. I'm just saying the thought as just bullshit. No, yeah, but
3: but yeah. that's another that's another hurdle just put yeah. in place for minorities because at the end of the day, if you know how to add, you know numbers, you know how to deal with people. Why can't you, you, do you know your job. Asian. Yeah, you could. You know how to talk and articulate with with individuals. Right. And, and be oh, able to articulate. Let's yeah. go, Sosa. Come on, i
2: read a you little a bit. The i it? read. Right, okay. i tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm
3: saying? I tried. Hey, listen, man. You're doing hey, those P's and Q's today, though, man. Hey, straight
4: straight on. On. I, I showed yeah, up first, too. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, Yo.
3: I try to make a good impression. Yo, <laughs> yeah, man.
2: Everybody knows that listens to the show <laughs> that Sosa always last Let me tell always, y'all how he is here 15 minutes early. Yeah. 15 minutes. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was like, man, I, I ain't missing this for
3: nothing. I, said, now, I was I the one shit. I was late today. Word man. up. I, I walked <laughs> in the <laughs> door. I said, I ain't getting detention. I'm coming early. <laughs> 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 I real, ain't no, getting man. detention. I'm on time today. That's very, no, right. That's very word very, right. Word up. Yeah, uh-huh. No,
2: fire. So, anything else y'all want to get into, man? I, I'm, I'm kind of, I feel
3: feel good, man. I feel good. I always man. feel good, man. Feel How you feel? I feel, I feel? I feel good. good. I, feel All right. good. I feel good. Man. So, I'm, I'm glad, glad we have my man here, man. and yeah. I feel like, you know, I learned something today, too. You know, yeah. I got a Flurry. wrinkle in the brain from that. That's right. Right. Yeah, that's right. I appreciate yeah, that's y'all, it, man. Yeah. I appreciate Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Nah, We yeah. appreciate
0: you, man. I think that, uh, you know, what you're doing, you know, right now, and not only, you know, hopefully, you know, obviously in Bridgeport and Hardin, but hopefully that can spread to other other inner cities in the state because, like I said, we both see it, Um. You know, Waterbury, New Haven, Bridgeport, Hartford, I mean, we see it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I You're think vast. that there needs to be more, uh, you know, men like you Thank in you. the school Thank system. Um, and even outside the school system. But it's good, there needs to be more men like you. I preach that. Um, even where I work as well, you know, it's like, you know, we need more people like you out there to just yeah. be consistent. Like you said, you ride them, you know, be consistent with the message um, and continue to be in their corner. You Thank know, you. We're not here Thank to punish you. them. You know what yeah. I mean. Thank Just you. continue doing that, and we. Are, I appreciate you, yeah. uh, for that. You know. So uh, keep it move, keep the needle moving forward, man. Thank you. Well, Thank sure, you.
1: Because sure. um, a lot of the brothers who do the work you mm-hmm. do in the facility, um, I've had the pleasure of working with in, in some serious, serious situations and some serious cases, and and the, the depth of insight that you guys get. <clears throat> Um, Sometimes it's, it's a surface that we don't get to crack, yeah. so it, it's been beneficial those relationships, yeah. the dope. work you do um, for me on my end. Right. Yeah. So, Thank you. Well, now Appreciate we're gonna link this.
4: We're gonna yeah. link this Oh too. yeah, yeah one so hundred percent, man. Yeah, one yeah, hundred percent, yeah, 100% yeah, percent please, please. Definitely, for sure. now there, please. Oh yeah, listen,
2: yeah, we got a little something for you. Yeah, we got something for you, man. Oh, oh man, it's, a it's not man. a lot, man,
0: but. No, no, I we got we created it, the man. bag. You know what the tag is. You know. We <laughs> starting, <laughs> man. We starting, so yeah. <laughs> it's a hat in there. Trust. A cup, we starting in the basement. Stickers. We in the it's basement. It's really. not a lot, man, but you know.
4: Nah, this is saying thank
1: you, man. I Definitely. know thank Listen, you. I appreciate it, man, and it's good to be back with Fear to God. Yeah. Word, um, word. And, and and your podcast and what you're doing. So I, I really appreciate it. I really thank appreciate you. it.
2: Dope, dope. So again, everybody, make sure y'all check that out, Vernon Thompson. Y'all know what it is. Um, we're going to play a couple songs from the project. Like I said, probably, y'all probably already heard, heard something at the beginning of the episode. We're going to play something at the end of the episode instead of our normal uh, Not So Bunch uh, intro and outro. But, man, y'all make sure y'all pull that up. The Joe Clark tape on anything that you can stream. All right? Make sure y'all pull that up. Uh, so, so, let's run it down, man. We got to get up out of here, so let's run it down. Let's go, let's go. What's your, what, drop your Instagram. Information. S
3: M underscore E S T eighty three. I haven't got no DMs, so I ain't getting no friends. What's going on?
2: B <laughs> you want to drop your information for the people uh, to check you out. All
1: right. On Instagram, Vernon S Thompson, V-E-R-N-O-N, S Thompson, T H O M P S O N. Um uh my Instagram, that's my Instagram. Yep. My YouTube is Vernon S Thompson also. And on Facebook, it's just Vernon Thompson. So go. everything is pretty much universal. Thank you, guys. I, I enjoyed this.
2: Very dope, very yeah, dope. Thank you. Uh, Bill, you want to get man, into the you information? Man, you already know, man,
0: Instagram is Bill. I have had social media in six years, man. So I'm, trying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to reach the 10-year mark. We're almost there, so oh, you man. already know, people. So
2: am I, yeah. mine is just fair to God, F-A-I-R-T-H-E-G-O-D, whatever you put it in. Put <laughs> in your Amen. peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Oh
3: man, and
1: together
3: we are the Nuts so Bunch, Bunch Podcast. Hey! Yeah, take it to
0: Hey Nuts so y'all like what you hear, be sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. And make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Nuts so Bunch Podcast. And of course, we're accepting donations. Go on the Anchor app, search the of Bunch podcast, and drop us a new change.
1: Oh, yeah.